the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. I am Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy, as well as my yoga pants after everything I ate over Thanksgiving. I still, I gotta work that off, baby. Say what? I can't use it. I can't use my surgery as an excuse anymore to not work out because I'm on the healing end here. I gotta get back at it. And uh, anyway, I'm in a good mood tonight. Um, I'm not sure why, because, you know, it is continues to be disturbing the efforts to steal and hijack this country by the Marxist revolutionaries on the left. But you know why I'm in a good mood? Because we still have fighters like you guys out there, like Lynn Wood today and Sidney Powell and Mike Flynn. We had a tale of two amazing speeches today. It was dueling uh, different styles, but equally compelling. And we got to talk about those tonight because, man, Lynn Wood, y'all from the South. Somebody said today it was like a revival. I grew up going to revivals in the South. I don't know that my man here, my partner's ever been to an old school Southern Baptist revival, a tent revival, a tent revival. Man, he preached today with that Make America Great hat again and uh, uh, the MAGA hat on. And I got to tell y'all, I'm thinking we got to we got to get through this. Right. So I'm not I shouldn't even be say that. But let me tell you, eyes on Lynn Wood going forward, because that man is like the twin of Donald Trump separated at birth. So why would the conservatives be hysterical and angry at him today? Well, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about President Trump's amazing what he said was his most important speech ever. We're going to talk about that and where this goes from here. And I know I promised y'all last night. Uh, our buddy, our friend, our brother, Ed Martin, who's going to be here to talk about, uh, give his legal uh, perspective as somebody who also ran the elections for uh, the state of Missouri to give his election expertise, as well as his political commentaries and, and attorneys. Well, Ed Martin will be here to talk about that. We've got breaking news. Uh, the Senate, uh, we got to talk about the Georgia runoff and why the left, uh, why so many conservatives are upset about us maintaining control of the Senate. Um, A lot to talk about because um, the Senate passed a bill today that was quite disturbing to me, and it was passed by someone who was supposed to be a constitutional um, constitutionalist, and it got passed with a unanimous vote by the GOP Senate. We've got to talk about that. Uh, We're going to go take a little trip across the pond with Prince Harry. So, yes, I'll be speaking in my British accent. We're going to be we're going to be talking Prince Harry. Who, who, uh, well, no, I'm going to save it for y'all. We're going to have a little levity, but we've got to talk about it because it's going to be a part of the push going forward. 888-344-1170. I want to hear from you guys. The question of the day is, did you watch Lynn's Wood's speech? 
If so, are you angry that he said that the Republican senators running for election in Georgia and the runoff in January in which the balance of power for either party is in these two seats? And he said that nobody should go, that Georgians should not uh, go out and be re-victimized and go and vote again in a rigged system unless both of those Republican senators were going to come out and call for a special legislative session and in the Republican Party deal with the fraud that's at place in Georgia. Do you agree with that? Because it's a it's been a nasty fight on Twitter about that all day today. 888-344-1170. Uh, you can also comment on our Facebook live stream, which is on the Answer San Diego page, as well as Kaniac's. And I'm going to pose that question to Ed Martin when he comes up here in a minute. I got to bring in my friend, though, my buddy, my partner, my boo. It's DJ Potato Skins. My fellow Americans, I stand here with all that feel as I do, disgusted with this lie that Biden has been chosen. But this mail-in voting where they mail indiscriminately millions and millions of ballots to people, you're never going to know who won the election. You can't have that. No, it'll be a it's it's a catastrophe waiting to happen. And that's why you don't hear the words I concede from President Donald J. Trump. That's right. You know, it was Hillary Clinton who said that under no circumstances should Joe Biden concede. We we just needs to continue because once we finish counting and counting and counting and counting a la Venezuela, Joe Biden's going to be the winner. Joe Biden promised in a debate that he would not declare victory until all the votes had counted. And then, you know, Fox News declared it for him and assigned him. I like what Matt Baynard, who was one of the, the digital data analysts who spoke in Arizona. He spoke in Michigan today and others, one of the many brilliant people who have testified. And he said that if Joe Biden ends up being inaugurated in no way after everything, just the data alone, in no way should he be considered a president, a president of the United States, that he should be referred to as the presidential occupant. I think we should even call it the Oval Office occupant. I don't even want the P word assigned to him. There is no way, as one expert said in Pennsylvania, he said, I'm just a data guy, and I'm here to tell you that in no way should these results in Pennsylvania be certified and be considered legitimate. No way whatsoever. And we have heard that across the board, across the board, and across the board. In Georgia, let me take you down to Georgia. Rally today that included Lynn Wood. Did you see it today, Skins? Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell. I didn't and General see it, Flynn. but I read all about it as it, as it was coming down. Powerful stuff. Absolutely powerful. He said, it's, it's, this is 1776. He said, this is about good versus evil and facts versus truth. Uh, I'm just going to give you some of the highlights that he said, because I'm going to tell you ultimately what I think this is really about. Uh, he said, this country belongs to the people. They work for us. And he said, and, and he said uh, just like uh, he referenced Martin Luther King without saying his name, what we need at this point to stop this fraud and this steal that has gone on in this country and in Georgia with a Republican governor and Republican secretary of state, he said, we need civil disobedience in this country, nonviolent civil disobedience. We need every Georgian to be calling and sending letters to their state legislators, and they need to be going to and surrounding Kemp's mansion, his governor mansion, and telling him and not letting up and telling him that he needs to call for a special legislative session, given the uh, documented level of fraud that has gone on in the state. He even went so far as to say that the Georgian officials had received money from China and he actually challenged Governor Kemp to sue him for defamation. And of course, we know that there's no winning 
against Lynn Wood and defamation. So many people were shocked at, 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 at how incredible Lynn Wood was on the stage today. Well, let me remind you that that's the man for which CNN, and we're going to talk a little bit about CNN in a minute. This is the man for which CNN is probably still having to sit on a, a little soft cushion and apply ointment to their heinies after he got through with them and what they tried to do to some teenage boys in a MAGA hat. He went on to say that we're not going to go back into the booth and vote on machines made in China. Not going to do it. Leffler, Purdue, you Republicans running for the Senate, you need to put your names on the line and you need to earn the vote. That's what made conservatives so upset today. How could he? Oh, my gosh. How could he do this? Are you kidding? That's insane. He was just calling out the candidates and telling them if they want the votes of the Republicans, they need to stand up and do the right thing. That's all he did. Well, yeah, he's holding them accountable. Exactly, which is what that should be expected. That should be expected every election. And certainly shouldn't that be expected when we're talking about election fraud? How is it that I'm hearing conservatives out there saying, oh my gosh, this was absolutely insane. He shouldn't do that. We've got to have power. We've got to have control of the Senate. Well, well, wait a second. We're not, we want control of the Senate. Absolutely. We, but how can you, a, a couple of things here, you conservatives out there that are, that are, that are criticizing Lynn Wood for daring to hold the Republican party accountable. First of all, I've got family all across the state of Georgia that have said to me, why should I bother to vote? The fix is in and the fix is in by Republicans and only the, you want, you want Republicans to get out and vote. Then the Republicans who participated in, who implemented this mess down there need to go to those Georgian voters and say, here's what we're going to do to ensure that your vote is secure and that you are going to participate in a fair election. If you have a problem with any Georgian voter, or Lynn Wood asking for that kind of accountability from the people perpetrating a fraud, which is our own party. Something's wrong with you. Yeah, because right now nobody trusts the system, Andrea. Are these The same people criticizing Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell today are the same people that are supposedly Trump supporters. And what was Trump about? When Trump ran for office in 2016, he ran against both parties and said both parties have been stupid. He has criticized both parties. He was about drain. He was the outsider brought in to drain the swamp. And now what you're doing... By pushing the notion that Georgian voters should not a- ask for any accountability, should not get any questions answered or any assurance about their vote in Georgia, is what you're doing is circling the wagons around the establishment and spitting in the face of the voters who have been victimized. You're like, you're like somebody who blames the rape victim. They've been victimized in Georgia. What this is really about It's about us versus them. That's what Lynn Wood's talking about. He says, you work for us. You want our vote, Leffler and Purdue? Earn it. Hey, Bill Barr, Sidney Powell went on to talk about uh, the the rampant, massive, coordinated fraud around the country. She even gave in details that we hadn't even heard about, not even involving Dominion. Now we're hearing that there was supposedly a plane flown in from Mexico loaded with ballots. Bill Barr says that he's investigated and didn't find any fraud. Lynn Wood said, Bill Barr, you work for us. Do your job. Hey, FBI Director Christopher Ray, go do your damn job, he said. He said, Gina Haspel, he didn't use her name. He said, head of the CIA, your days of spying on the American people are over. Get out of our country. The United, Sta- the United States government, he said today, work for us. And the message that he got, which disturbs me from conservatives today, is that he, that he and Georgian voters need to shut up and sit down and how dare you ask any questions? How dare you speak up for yourselves? You're supposed to continue to take it. 
the message that you're sending to Georgian voters, and some of some of my dear conservative friends are sending this message tonight, it's about taking it and shutting up. You're no different than the people forcing masks on us. Because you're telling us that our, that our voice doesn't matter. You're like the Democrat Party telling the black vote, shut up. Shut up and sit down and you better show up and vote. They're telling us that we don't have any option. We, we do have an option. And let me tell you, you conservatives who voted for Trump, isn't this the perfect time to finally get the Republican Party to actually do something on our behalf? The whole balance of power for the Republicans rest in Georgia. And we have an opportunity with the power back in where it should be in the voters' hands to hold them accountable. Why would you have a problem with that? You should be like, huzzah, we finally got an opportunity here to actually force the Republican Party. We've got the power, finally, to force the Republican Party to do their jobs, to be accountable to us, the people, to fulfill a campaign promise. Because let me tell you, if any Republican is not willing to stand up against election fraud, what are they, they don't for? deserve to be they, voted in. What are, you, what are you expecting to happen with them having the majority? What, what makes them different? How do you not get that? This is about this is about this is about the Republican Party wanting to get rid of Trump, telling us telling Trump supporters to shut up. They're Nicholas they're Nicholas Sandmanning us, telling us to shut up and sit down and go and be willing to go back to the uniparty rule where we're crossing the aisle and singing Kumbaya a la John McCain style. If that's what a win in Georgia represents for me with the Senate, we're not I don't in, want it. we're not interested in it. Do you really believe that without Trump, that a Senate run by the establishment Republican Party is going to be a win for us in policy? Do you really believe Amy Coney Barrett would be sitting on the Supreme Court if any of the rhino establishment had won in 2016? We'd be having nothing. We, we would already we wouldn't have Gorsuch. We wouldn't have Kavanaugh. We wouldn't have Amy Coney Barrett. We would have three more John Roberts. This is the hill we need to die on. And if the GOP isn't willing to die on this hill with us, then they're against us. We're going to take a break. We come back because I'm well past the point of a break. I've got to, I've got to get uh, Ed Martin's take on this as well as we're going to talk about President Trump's extraordinary uh, speech today. So stay tuned. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Watching during the break, I started watching this Steve Harvey Ultimate Epic Fails compilation, and it's stuff like it's stuff like girl trying to whack the top off of the you know the old saber champagne thing, or or some guy kicking a trash can and it goes. It doesn't sound as hilarious as it is. It's like it's like America's Funniest Home Videos of people doing dumb things and it going bad on them. Just cracks me up. By the way, out of the top twenty, it's mostly men. Just there, you have it. Like this one dude sticking his tongue on a frozen pole in winter. Okay, oh. no woman would do that. No woman would do. I don't know. Me, Ed Martin might have done that before in his life. Um, Ed, Ed Martin, if I keep watching this video compilation of epic fails, will I see you in here, my friend? I, I've never heard you laugh so hard off the air. I was listening in. I was like, my gosh, she's choking. Somebody <laughs> performed the Heimlich or something. I thought Ed was going to yeah, have to step no, in. I've had an, yeah, I've had enough epic fails. I'll tell you, I thought maybe it was going to be like a uh, Dominion Software was doing their epic fails. Uh, you know, they do Nevada, then they do Arizona, then they do the yeah. next one. but. 
Uh, no, there's a lot of epic. Actually, you know, I, I will say this serious. It, you know, I don't know if you saw this great minute and a half clip of Mike Tyson after the fight. Uh, some reporter said, you know, do you ever think about failing and what you do to fail? And Mike Tyson is like disbelieving. He looks at me. He's like, I, I don't, I don't, I know I could fail and it motivates me, but I never think that I'll fail. He's like, I, I think, <laughs> I always think, you know, I always think I'm going to win. I'm going to succeed. And it keeps me going. And it was like one of these moments where you're like, he's, he is kind of a crazy dude. But he also is driven, and a lot of people, you know, if you're afraid to fail, it's hard to get out of bed. So well, if you get uh, it, if you get to talk Mike Tyson, you got to. <laughs> <you gotta, laughs> I can't. Do I don't that, know no why. Not. I don't know why I'm in this silly mood. You know what? Yeah. I, you know what I think it is. Lynn Wood's revival down. His revival. I mean, I hadn't heard that kind of preaching since the old Doctor Joe H. Tooten days. That was my preacher from Calvary Baptist Church when I was a kid. Okay, yep. this man yep. preached today. Um, I I, I want to get into uh, President Trump's most uh, mo- what he called his most important speech, uh, but I want to get your take on Lynn Wood because a couple things that struck me today as he was talking um, was that he was saying it's good versus evil. I say it's us against them. And I don't think that the conservatives are hysterical tonight that he dared to say that uh, Georgians don't need to be fooled twice. Why should we come out and vote unless the Republican Party who presided over this fraud is going to stop the fraud and ensure uh, a proper, you know, a, a, a free and fair election for the people? What was wrong with that, Ed Martin? Well, here's the thing. Nothing's wrong with it. I mean, nothing's wrong with it in, in this sense. Um, what we have right now is a failure in this country for people to hear what's going on because the media is so broken and, and it's so such fake news. And so what Lynn Wood did was sort of shock the system. And, you know, you, you just put your finger on it. He made everybody mad. They're all covering him. I just saw a piece come over. They said Lynn Wood gave money to Democrats back in the day. In other words, they're so? attacking him. They don't attack you when you're doing nothing. That's they attack right. You when you're in the game. And so my point here is that Lynn Wood... I've never been a fan, I, Ed Martin and, you know, Phyllis Schlaff, I've never been a fan of third parties and all that stuff. I have been a fan of saying, if you're going to pick a party and I have to pick the Republicans more conservative, you can demand just what he said was, don't demand that they lie to you. You know, look, someone said earlier today, it's very easy for uh, Kelly Loeffler and for David Perdue to be on the ballot as Trump supporters. They should both announce that they'll join Congressman Mo Brooks in, in signing on to challenge the Electoral College. Yes. That's what happens on January 6th. And say, I'll be your senator. And I don't know if your listeners are following this so closely. On the January 6th, the whole United States House and Senate meet in a joint session. And if one House member and one senator from any state, from any party, if two of them come together, so one of each, and they file written papers that say, we object to the election in this state because of fraud, it, those two automatically trigger a debate in each house and you have two hours of debate where you can say, Hey, what's the problem right now? No senators have agreed to do it. So, you know, Lynn Wood is up there preaching, trying to shock the system yeah. because we're so broken and I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all yeah. for anything that shocks the system right now. Absolutely. Um, you know, Emerald Robinson was saying that the GOP seems to think that they're going to do nothing about uh, anything related to election fraud, even when it's been, it's been perpetrated by the Republican Party as in Georgia and just expect Georgian voters to just show up and no now we have an opportunity the perfect opportunity for years now we've been saying we're we're like an island how do we motivate the republican party to actually represent us and actually listen Mm -hmm. to us and this is the perfect opportunity to do and that's what lynn wood was saying today you want our vote you got to earn it stop just expecting it from us and and you know and i'm concerned 
that and I should be concerned. I mean, you know, how is it that the voters that are down in Georgia saying, you know what, I, why would I come and vote for you again after you've perpetrated this fraud? I mean, how come they're the bad guys to anybody instead of the Republican Party? That that's what's well, a shot. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Look, and and more more importantly, I mean, let's just line it up and say it. You know, where are all the Republicans that say they're on our side helping fight for this president? I mean, where are they? Where where are the you know, you, you had a little thing from Ted Cruz the other day. But other than that, why, why aren't they out leading the rallies? Why aren't they where Linwood is? If only to get to the bottom of what we think is a fraudulent election so it never happens again. They're nowhere to be found. And frankly, they're, they're worse than that. They're putting together Carl Rove's funding mechanism to make sure that Georgia holds the Senate. You know what? I told somebody, I'm in the swamp. You know, I live in Northern Virginia. I work in D.C. And I saw these moving vans. They were moving vans. They're moving in. And I said, what's going on? I went over. They said, we're moving in because all the lobbyists and all the establishment are getting ready to bring the money in. They're going to shovel money in for each other because they're going to do trans. If Biden is president and there's a Republican Senate, they're going to do all the spending and amnesty and all the things that the swamp does. And they're going to look out at us and say, you guys want some t- some grassroots? We'll come around 18 months from now. We're running for reelection and we'll just spend so much money and scare you into thinking and you'll vote the right way. And I look, I think there's a real chance people don't do it. People are so sick of the system but that's there, there's no republicans standing up i mean right. no let's get right in let's get right into the wheelhouse where's daryl isa he just won re-election yeah. why isn't he having a rally in san diego saying i want this no sign of him no, no sign of him no i saw him on newsmax i saw him on newsmax yesterday and he was actually saying that applauding bill barr for appointing durham as a special counsel and the only thing that yeah. that we are, are looking to prop ever going to get at this point is a report. And what do you think that report's going to say? It's going to say the right. same thing that Horowitz said. It's going to say that uh, the people didn't act, they, they acted in an untoward right. fashion. You know, they didn't follow the rules necessarily, but there's no crimes here because if, if Durham and Barr ever intended to file any indictment against anybody, they would have done it against Andrew McKay because at least Horowitz recommended right. charges for him. But I want to get back exactly. to this theme of what we're talking about. Where is the Republican Party? It is clear, and this is why I'm disappointed in good friends of mine that are conservatives we've got to keep the senate we've got to keep the senate and it's like really why Uh, and and i don't want to spend too much time on it there was not one senator who objected today it passed with unanimous vote s uh, senate bill 386 that would amend the immigration and nationality act to eliminate country caps on green cards and quote increase the per country numerical limitation for family sponsored immigrants and it was sponsored by mike lee who's supposed to be mr constitution not every Whoa. unanimous vote. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it, but let me tell you, this is America last policy. It's not America first. It is not a win for me to have Leffler and Purdue take office and then have it go back to the old John McCain, George W. Bush party of which we cross the aisle with them. And it's one party rules where the Republicans lie to our face and tell us that they care about limited government and they care about, you know, enforcing immigration and securing the border when, and then laughing behind our backs. Well, and it's even worse than that. Marco Rubio has a bipartisan group, and they're ready to meet on amnesty for 11 to 25 million illegal immigrants. They're not even waiting until the the, the president's been removed to start doing, as you say, not they're not doing America first. They're doing America last. And And the America lasters, they want to have endless wars 
endless open borders, and it's a disaster for us. And, and look, even the New York Times wrote a piece, Andrea, the New York Times wrote a piece, and they said over in Asia, in the in nations that are worried about dictators, they like Trump because he, he stands up. And they said they know Biden will roll over for China. That's yeah. what even the New York Times is admitting it. So this is insane, and it's much worse than people realize. And we just got to keep fighting. That's all. We've got to keep fighting. And I'm telling, and, and the Republican Party, they're the, it, and I'm so disappointed in my conservative friends that just, you know, uh, that are just, I don't, I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know why they can't see the bigger picture. Maybe they, maybe they don't understand really the, or I, I don't know. I don't get it because you, you look at these brave Americans, hundreds of Americans across the country that like we saw in Michigan today, many of them African American and minorities that, that are coming forward with their testimonies like this one gal in Michigan and what she talked about there. These are brave Americans under, under, um, you know, um, sworn penalty of perjury, hundreds of them and, and sworn affidavits are evidence, by the way. And they are what they are is whistleblowers. They are the best of make America great again, the best of this country. They represent MAGA better than anybody. And what was MAGA about? They are out there fighting. No, the Republican Party isn't. But you look, it's us versus them. Who is the us? The MAGA people? It's all these whistleblowers that are out there in every one of these contested states, Ed Martin, with all their stories about how of, of what they witnessed and how they fought for the right thing to happen at the ballot, at, at the challenge in, in the polls and in the vote counts under under threats, under people screaming at them, the attacks that they face, threats of police being called and them coming forward today and saying, as Americans and saying, this is what I witnessed. This one guy said today in Michigan. She says, it doesn't matter that each one of us has a slightly different story. It all adds up to fraud. And if this election is, is allowed to, to, um, to go forward as it is, then we don't have a republic anymore. We're just a banana republic, and that's where we're at. And so it is us versus them. It's MAGA country versus both parties. And I'm with all these whistleblowers. I'm with President Trump. I'm not with the Republican Party. Did we lose you, Ed? Yeah, Ed dropped off. All right. Well, probably he probably decided that you know he couldn't get a word in, and he just, you, were, you you were on fire, and he just like I I can't take this. Well, we'll see. We'll see if he calls back. But you know, you think about you, you know the left, how much they love whistleblowers. Well, that's what all these these average everyday Americans are. They're blowing the whistle on the fraud that's going on out there, and the Republican Party isn't doing anything to support them. So President Trump gave what he said was his most important speech today. Um, it was it was a lot of. Um, let's see, he said, it, you know, um, one of the things that was striking in the 46 minutes was the detail that he went into with all the different areas of election fraud. There is no other way to characterize it. But what he said, which was a coordinated assault and siege of our electoral process. And brother our, Ed is back. Yeah. Hey, Brother Ed, did, did I scare you off with my rant there? You did. I, yeah, it was good. Well, it was the laughing, the early laughing, and then it was, I started to sense that you were getting ready to go after the men. You know, I don't know. I was, I just was worried. I was yeah. <laughs> Well, I was just talking about these brave Americans out there, these whistleblowers under threat of penalty of perjury going around and giving and, and telling their stories. They're, they are the best of, of, they represent MAGA so well, which is about a restoration of of American constitutional values, principles, and the rule of law. That's what this country is about. And they are fighting so hard to preserve it. They see what's at stake, and they don't have any support from the Republican Party. 
Yeah, and and you know, it's but here's the here's the interesting question. In in America, we we always are the underdog. You know, I mean, the Revolutionary War was an underdog undertaking, right? All these different moments where it's kind of we the people have to slog through and we get by. And and right now, I'm sure you feel it. It feels like all the forces are sort of amassing against us. Like it's it's like a, an ending point. You know that yeah. there's hundreds and there's millions of us that care. But all the big forces, you know, the, all the media and all the establishment and both parties, and you kind of and you say to yourself, I keep saying 2020 has been so spectacular. We have four weeks left. Are we going to see something that changes this dynamic? And remember, only five days from now, December 8th is the big day. Today in Michigan, they weren't going to have a hearing and allow Rudy to testify. Then they did, and Rudy was knocking the ball out of the park. The president spoke today on this question of election fraud. And I, who follow this stuff, didn't know until it was over, meaning that they didn't even put it on. They're not even putting it onto the radar enough that we hear it. I mean, we're in this incredible information war that is really actually terrifying. And, you know, more than ever, if we lose this, I fear, you know, they'll never stop. People don't do good after they learned how to do bad and succeed. It just doesn't happen. And that's where I think we are. Well, and again, it comes back to the Republican Party, you know, and I got to remind everybody here, if you're new to the show, I don't advocate for party or Paul. That's not what my show is about. I advocate for ideas, which is uh, those of the founders in our Constitution in America. I vote for President Trump. I I vote Republican because they're most in line with with my values. But I've been asking for a long time going back many years since during the Bush administration of what are we going to do here? We got a problem in our party and we don't have another option. And because we don't have another option um you know they feel like they've got us and they don't have to do anything to deliver i even had ron nearing n-e-h-r-i-n-g who used to run the republican party here in san diego let me say that again ron nearing who came on my show in 2012 after candy crowley in that debate and said we didn't have a problem there was no left-leaning bias in the media Ed Martin is what he said to me. Now we're at the point to where I had a friend of mine who grew up in Ukraine who said when she came here to the United States, the first time she went to a grocery store, she was shocked to see food on the shelves because under Pravda, she was told that that it was the reverse, that America was poor, that we were the ones that was impoverished. And it struck me that she said that and it showed me the power of propaganda. And that's where we're at in this country. Yeah. Wrap us up. You know, look, well, I'll just say this. There's a great Californian, San Francisco guy, Eric Hoffer. He's long dead. He died in 80. And he he wrote a lot of great books. But one phrase is famous. Every great cause begins as a movement, becomes a business, and eventually degenerates into a racket. And right now, the racket, we're in the racket stage. Government is a racket. They just pay to keep themselves in power. The political parties, both of them, they're just money, money laundering fronts. for a set of people that are in power. And look, we the people, again, we always fight through this. And we always will, but it, it sometimes seems darkest right before dawn, and people have to just believe, you know, there's a greater good at, at stake here. And you're exactly right, though, on information. we got to fight hard to inform each other because we're really being swamped out by the fake news. It's really brutal right now. Well, y'all need to, if you want some truth, you need to go to ProAmericaReport.com, sign up for Ed Martin's Wink. That will come to your inbox in the morning. I get it every day, and it kind of summarizes what you need to know. I don't know if you still have your, at the end of the show, what you need to do segment, um, but that, yep, that's... Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, sure do, yep, yep, yeah. Yep. So, so that's yep, the window, the old window. Yes, the old the window. windows. All right. Well, thank you for being here, Ed Martin. I appreciate it. All right, Andrew. Take care. Keep laughing. Thank Th- you. Thank you, honey. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. we got more to talk about. We've got... Uh, 
updates on Christopher Ray. Um, we've got um, an update on um, coronavirus. We got more to talk about. Y'all know what we got coming up. I'm starting to sound like Joe Biden. Stay tuned. <laughs> Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Uh, too much multitasking here on the Andrea K Show. And now your host, Andrea K. Very good. Yay! Way to bring me back. Okay, that's okay. I was kind of distracted looking at Twitter anyway. More Steve Harvey videos? Yeah, no, actually I was looking at more, you know, conservatives, um, supposed conservatives. You know, um, I, I think that I've an- that are, are upset at Lynn Wood, and I think I get why. I think that uh, they don't really believe that the uh, in the fraud that's taken place. I don't think I, I, I just it. don't see how anybody out there being truthful, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, I don't care, can't look at this and say that there is an abundance ama- yeah. in, in, in fraud. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, I think that we've got some so-called conservatives that literally have blinders on. Um, the one that I'm looking at right now is a good friend of mine. Actually, was a never Trumper early on, and I think that they, I think that I think that they we're starting to see Trump. Uh, a Trump presidency has re- revealed a lot, and I think that uh, these so-called conservatives um, that are saying move on and and just pushing now for the Senate races or never really were solidly in, in Trump's camp. They're the establishment, a one-party rule of the John McCain wing and um i and i don't think that they see really what's at stake i i think that i don't think that they uh, you know if you don't have a problem with like this good friend of mine i'm not going to say his name because he's a frequent guest on the show but he's basically saying these are just normal irregularities really normal irregularities i guess this is this is so-called conservatives that are okay now with machines from companies from owned by a far, by a foreign uh, company, with software created as independent witnesses have testified, like in Pennsylvania, that software created specifically for the purpose of switching votes. We actually saw votes being switched, by the way, and results being sent. Over to other countries, evidently that's not a problem for conservatives. What other evidence do you need? uh, Yeah, I I don't know. This, by the way, is an attorney who maybe maybe he was with Bill Barr out golfing uh, the day they taught law in law school. Um, There is evidence that um, all across all the I'm sitting here aghast. I don't even have an explanation except that it's biblical. There are none that are so blind as those that won't see. Very biblical. Maybe they're somehow on the take. Maybe these are the part. Maybe they're hoping they're, they're going to be a, get, get some some grease from the Carl Rove end at this point. Well, it's like but, I, I put in the chat you know, during one of the breaks. I really believe if Trump is going to pull this out, the person that's on the throne right now is going to, which is obviously God, is going to make sure the evidence that is to be provided will be provided in the time it's supposed to be provided, and we're going to win this thing. Well, I don't know if we are or not, because I don't really know. Well, I don't know either. I'm I saying if we're going right. to. Yeah, I don't know what the Lord's plan is, but I do know that there is... Um, 
that I'm I'm going to continue to fight for what I for this country and this nation. And I don't advocate for party or Paul. And I don't care what Republican is listening to me who has a problem. And I'm glad that Ed Martin called out Daryl Issa because he's nowhere right now. That was a very good point. I hadn't thought about that because everybody is just just continuing to fight for their own little piece of power. And sometimes people just want to take the contrarian position for attention on Twitter. Um, I think there's so many people. I think there's many conservatives that are like limousine liberals because some of these people that I'm seeing tweeting this stuff are riding around in brand new Mercedes and they're not the ones that are going to suffer um, at, at least not now they're just like these limousine liberals they're okay with this one party rule because they're not feeling it affecting them yeah, right you now it's you and I that are yeah, being affected I'm looking at the San Marcos brewery that's closing its doors because of this kind of crap going on across the country. And let me tell you, Republicans, Republican governor of Ohio, DeWine, impeachment articles have been drafted because of his continued Democrat-like tyranny. It is about us versus them. And if you don't get it, or you don't care about it, or you or you somehow think that it's it's bad strategy to pay attention to it. You'll and soon you get some, it. You know, well, even if they don't, I got a problem with you. I'm not here to make friends. I don't do this show to make friends. I'm not here. I'm not going to do like a lot of other people, including some national hosts that are, are still not calling out Fox News um, because they, they're, they're hoping to be at the, the, um, the White House, you know, media thing, or I don't even know what it's called. Uh, the, the, some uh, gala. Yeah, the, the, I, I'm not interested in going to that. I'm, I, I, don't, I do this because I'm a Mark Levin conservative. I started doing this radio show coming out of corporate America because he said, years ago when I read Liberty and Tyranny, he said the left took over our school system, our media, our entertainment industry, while Republicans were busy being entrepreneurs and raising children. And the damage that was already done in moving this country left was already at the point of being almost irreparable. And he called upon conservatives to, to do something, to run for school board, to go to school board, all of the actions that I talk about all the time. And I chose to do the show and try to, and try to use what small platform I have compared to other people to advocate for the United States of America as a political science Major at the age of 17, I read the Communist Manifesto because that's what's given to you when you're a new poli sci. And, and instead of it motivating me or getting me to like the idea of Marxism, it had the opposite effect. What's going on in this country right now is why I started doing this show. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if we've been friends for a long time. I don't care, you know, um, if we're family. I'm going to continue to fight for this country and fight for, for what the Make America Great Again platform is all about. And Trump said in his speech today, he said the people that were behind all these hoaxes against me, the impeachment, the Russian collusion hoax, all that crap are the same people behind this. And he said they want to stop the MAGA movement. Because the MAGA movement is about the people. How many times have I said the most important words in President Trump's inaugural speech was that this is the day the government gets returned to the people. And that's what they don't want. They're mad that anybody, these Georgian Republicans are saying, oh, you want my vote? What are you going to do to earn it? Yeah, what are you going to do to earn it? The power is in the people. We just need to take it back. And shame on anybody who calls themselves a conservative that's trying to shame the Georgian voters for calling out and wanting answers from the Republican Party, man. It's not Democrats pulling this crap. It's the Republicans. And they are nowhere. Where is Ronna McDaniel? She's nowhere. Matt Schlapp arrived in, in Nevada. I guess they're going to file a lawsuit. I guess 40,000 supposed Nevadans. Um, 
illegal ballots. You know, there's there's lawsuits filed everywhere. I can't even keep track of, you know. Every single one of them should be standing up. And it makes me mad for people like Dara Issa, who Trump verbally came out and gave support to. And Issa's turning his back on him. Yeah, it's at the point to where when I see that this passed today, let me refresh your memory of what I talked about to Ed Martin. Uh, Mike Lee, as somebody said today, Matthew Wilson, I think it was, who said that Mike Lee finally got the only thing that he's been pushing for since he went to Washington. When his name got floated for SCOTUS, I said, I don't like Mike Lee. He's not a constitutional conservative. And look what he pushed through today with a unanimous vote. Let me remind you what this bill is. It amends the Immigration and Nationality Act to eliminate country caps on green cards and increase the per-country numerical limitation for family-sponsored immigrants. This was sponsored by Mike Lee. It passed unanimously at a time in which we have thousands and thousands and thousands of businesses going under the, in this country. Food bank lines out the out, out down the street. All... A crisis manufactured by both Democrats and Republicans over this coronavirus. And what do they push through today? I know. Let's bring foreigners in to take the jobs from the starving Americans. That's your Republican Party. That's who you're so concerned about wanting to make sure they get power. Otherwise, the Democrats are unchecked. Who wrote this? Amy uh, 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 Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? And oh, by the way... Christopher Ray, Joe Biden announced today that, uh, you know, if should should he get inaugurated, Christopher Ray is going to stay with him. The one I, I agree with Julie Kelly, the one criticism of President Trump is that he keeps people too long. He should have fired Bill Barr at least six months ago. He should have fired Christopher Ray in 2018 at the first moment he was obstructing uh, transparency and refusing to declassify. He should have fired Gina Haspel a long time ago, and there's no reason why he shouldn't do it today. Immediately. Final thoughts when we come back. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. So I heard a story today of a woman whose Facebook page was taken down because she dared to share ideas on how to boost your immunity amid COVID-19. Yeah, how soon before they try to take down ads for Balance in Nature or stop me from talking about it? Yeah, you know what? Too bad. I take my balance in nature every day. Ten servings of 31 fruits and veggies. And I hadn't caught a cold. I'm well, babies. Go to balanceinnature.com. Discount code HEALTH. Free shipping. 35% off preferred orders. Love you all. Peace out. Peace out.